Hi guys, welcome to the Listen While I Ramble podcast. It's our third episode this week, and this week we are discussing uh, the Premier League football and England's Euro chances, and just for Euros in general and like team selection and stuff like that. So, let's get started. Um, we're going to go on to the managers. Um, but before I actually do that, I just want to say this is all my opinion. Um, I won't be going too much into st- statistics of players and managers, just my thoughts and feelings on the manager just by watching the games and kind of analysing them and their performance and their roles. Uh, so the, so <laughs> that's the disclaimer out of the way. Um, so like I said, we're going to talk about managers first. So uh, the three managers I believe to get sacked next um, or should be sacked are Jose Mourinho at Tottenham. And I am a Tottenham fan, by the way. So, And I am a Tottenham fan who believes... You, we should get rid of uh, Jose Mourinho. I think it's gone too far now. Um, Steve Bruce from Newcastle, I believe, should be sacked. Um, and Mikel Arteta for Arsenal should be sacked. Um, going up, we'll talk about Mourinho first. Um, it's a tough one because when I was all behind Mourinho um, when he first arrived, I thought we were going to win something. It's quite clear um, we're not. He plays a very outdated style of football uh, that I feel in the Premier League doesn't work anymore um, He's, I think he's been found out uh, and that currently there's better managers than him don't get me wrong it's the players fault as well um, but it's it should be up to him to realise the style of football he wants to play isn't Tottenham's strength at all uh, we are a very poor defensive team. So we'll go across our, like, I'll say back five because I'm going to include the goalie. In my opinion, Lloris, he might have, he, he's looking, he's showing his age a little bit this year. And when I would look for, if we're not going to get rid of Lloris, but at least find a replace, try, start looking for a replacement for Lloris. Um, Doherty, or the guy we signed from Wolves, I can't, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly. But, um, he clearly can't defend in a flat back, back four. He's a wing back who plays in a back five. Um, he can't defend in a back four. Dyer is absolute rubbish. Um, Tananga, I really do like Tananga. I think he's going to be class if he stays fit. Problem is, I don't think he'll stay fit. Um, Toby Alderweireld again, showing his age. Uh, Sanchez, an accident waiting to happen. It's shocking. And we've got Ben Davis. He's a decent performer. And Relahon, again, another one. Brilliant going forward. A bit suspect defending, defending-wise. Um, and I'm a big fan. I really hope Real Madrid don't use their buyback clause uh, this year because obviously after this summer, um, the clause ends. So I really hope we get to keep Relahon. But yeah, in my opinion... All our back line is atrocious. We can't defend at all. We haven't got the players to defend. And we and going forward, that's our strength. If you look at all of our players, they're all very attacking-minded. Hallberg, obviously, he's class on the ball. I think Hallberg is class. He's easily um, top five holding midfielders in the league by a mile. No doubt in my mind, he's better than the average. Uh, and he's, he's very underrated. Um, same as Nundumbele. Um Not so much on the ball, 
uh, off the ball, sorry, on the ball, he's class. He's very, he's actually like Moussa Dembele, a former Spurs player. He, he just glides. He's, I really rate Ndombele. Um, and then you, you know, Kane, Son, Bale, Lucas, Lamella, of uh, Vinicius, who I, I personally don't rate at this current point. He had a very good goal record at his former club, but now he's uh he's just fell off he's just fell off in my opinion. Um he he hasn't he hasn't succeeded in what we wanted him to do, so I really hope we don't pick him up. So yeah, uh, we we can't defend and Mourinho can't and won't attack. He doesn't know how to set up an attack inside. He's had really good attacking players in in for his previous clubs. But I just he's just not doing it. it when when you watch Spurs it's it's a really tough watch like we will before we score we we actually play really good style of football but as soon as we get the goal literally as soon as we score we stop and just sit back and try and defend that's not that's never been part of Tottenham's DNA and it never never will be i think if the fans were there he would have been sacked a long time ago, um, and I do. I, I don't want. Him, I don't. You know, I'm not trying to get him to lose his job, but in my opinion, he's not good enough as a manager. He's not. At, maybe definitely not in Premier League. I think in Italy, he would probably do quite well in Italy, and that, I think that's kind of a style of football, like that country style of football. He would really take to, um, or maybe international. Uh, but definitely, I don't want him as Tottenham manager anymore. Uh, for replacements for Mourinho, honestly, I'm not sure. Um, I don't really know where we would go because it's Kane's leaving, and I, I want Kane to leave. To be honest, he, he deserves a move. He needs to win trophies. I hope he stays in England because I think he'll break Alan Shearer's record um, if he goes. He'll definitely break it if he goes to Man City. And he'll win trophies there. Honestly, I think. Look, it's I've said I say this to everyone really. If he goes to Man United, that's who I would want him to go to. Don't get me wrong. I think he. I personally think he'll go to Man City. If Man City put the bid in, um, he would go City. And if Man City sign Kane, they win the league for the next four years, in my opinion, because because he doesn't have a natural pace. He's a very skill-based player. His movement is brilliant. Um, his passing, he drops deep. Perfect Guardiola player, in my opinion. He suits the system down to the ground. Way more than Erling Haaland, in my opinion. Haaland is very much like Ibrahimovic, and I don't think he would work well with Guardiola, uh, considering Guardiola did not work well with Ibrahimovic when he was at Barcelona. So yeah, that's my opinion. I think Kane should go City or United. I think Kane will break for Alan Shearer's record if he stays fit at either club. He'll probably break it at Tottenham um, as well. Um, but yeah, I think if he breaks it at Man United, that takes him to a new level. If United, When United do well, the Premier League's better. Like The marketing's better, everything's better. In my, in my, That's my personal opinion. Um, it's it's di- it's different with United when they're on top, and that's coming from a Tottenham fan. Um, but yeah, that, that's just my personal opinion um, on 
Tottenham and where Kane should go. But Kane should definitely leave. Uh, Steve Bruce for next manager, who I believe probably will be sacked. But I think, again, with Newcastle, it's more a whole infrastructure they need. They need a new owner. They need new infrastructure. They need they need a new squad, to be honest. Steve Bruce doesn't have a, a fucking clue on what he's doing. And I, I think probably the only reason he's still in a job is because Mike Ashley is an absolute appalling owner. Uh, honestly, he's absolutely god-awful as an owner. Um, and his friends in the media... Um, it's it's a you know Rio Ferdinand always backing him up, you know Gary Neville. Obviously, you would expect that you know former United players backing up former United players, but no, absolute. He, he's honestly appalling. He doesn't. He don't. He, Jolinton, like what shit player, but he shouldn't be playing on the right side of the midfield. Um. And Newcastle do have some nice players. Callum Wilson, he's he's decent. Saint Maximin, I'm not sure on. You know, I think he's a flash in the pan. Very good on the ball. Will could he do it at a top six club? Maybe, but I I honestly don't know. Um, he's very skillful, and you know, but I'm not sure if he'd do it at a top six club. Uh, but yeah, Steve Bruce just you know, there's not much else to really say. He's absolutely, in my opinion, he's in a, he's a, a god awful manager and shouldn't be in his job. Um, he's lucky to still have the Newcastle job, to be honest. There's better managers on the market currently. Um, I think Eddie Howe, is, I think he's going to sign with Celtic, or he already has signed. At time of recording, I don't know. Um, but Eddie Howe would be, I think that's the job Eddie Howe should go for. Um. But if that, if, to be honest, the Newcastle job's going to be kind of fucked until Mike Ashley leaves. Mike Ashley has got to go, in my opinion. He's definitely, definitely got to go. Um, as along with Steve Bruce, I think if you get if Newcastle get a new owner who's going to you know invest in the community around the club, the city of Newcastle, you, the fans will forever back the club and support the team. So. They'd be a dangerous team if Newcastle got money. Um, so yeah, that's another another big fish to play if Newcastle got new owners. And then on to the last manager who I believe should be sacked and is lucky to be in his job. It's Mikel Arteta. I don't know why so, like Arsenal fans are so infatuated with him at times. Because he plays a got he absolutely shocking amount of football. Um his football's rubbish. Um, he's got some decent players. Don't get me wrong, they're not a great side, but they've got... Like when they're losing, I think they lost to Burnley or um, this year or something. Um, they should be they should be demolishing Burnley. Uh, Bamiang, Lacazette, um, Smith-Rowe, uh, Udegaard now on loan party... Kieran Tierney's decent. Leno's a brilliant goalie. Gabriel, I do quite like. I think he would be a decent, a decent. He's going to be a decent signing, in my opinion. I think he'll be a good. I don't know if he'll start, but he's definitely a good squad player for Arsenal. I think he's a good signing. Hector Bellerin, he's not as good as he used to be. No, I'm still still good though. I do. He's a good player. Pepe, you know. <laughs> 
he's just a massive waste of money. 70 million for this guy. He's atrocious. Um, he doesn't have his heart in it. I don't think the players are playing for Arteta, in my opinion. Um, and another player I want to talk Saka. I can see why he's hyped up. But I, I, I get... I have this thing. Generational talent gets thrown around so much. Saka is not a generational talent. He will be a, a class player. I can't. I don't see world class all over him yet, in my opinion. It's the same as um, Phil Foden. He's not world class yet. He's not the England's best attacking midfielder. That's Jack Grealish, by a mile. And Mason Mount is third. Uh, Mason Mount's not a generational ta talent. Phil Foden has a potential to be generational talent, but he's he's not there yet. But Mason Mount, definitely not. So I know I went on a bit of a tangent, but yeah, Saka, he's he's got potential, and he's doing it. He is doing it this year. He's probably been their best player this year. But in my opinion, not a generational uh, talent. Very good, has potential to be good. But every time I've seen it, like. I've, I watch the Arsenal games occasionally, but for England, he, he can't play wing back. He's, obviously, he's young, so you've got to take that into account, but nah, he's not my type of player. Definitely not as a wing back. I think going forward, he's better. You need, I think he should try and use his right foot a bit more. Because he kind of. He's got that thing in it, he's got pace. He's got pace and he has got a good touch of the ball, but once he, once he gets a little bit stronger in his right foot. I think then he's going to really take off and then maybe my opinion will change. Because um, over time, your opinions change on players. Um, but yeah, that's uh, the three managers, I believe, who probably will be next sacked. Uh, I think Arteta will probably keep his job for a little while. And, and no, knowing Daniel Levy, he'll keep fucking Mourinho for, for fucking years until the club fuck, completely fucking gets fucked over by this fucking stupid manager. The past three jobs he's had, the players have stopped playing for him. Chelsea, United, and now Tottenham. Because the players clearly aren't playing for Mourinho now. Um, and it's and it's very clear to see. And it's very disheartening, to be honest. Uh, it, you know, from a Tottenham fan, it's, it's not nice to watch. It's horrible to watch the team you love and support be absolutely ripped apart by poor team selection, poor substitutions... Shit decision making, shit selections, shit game plan. Um, but yeah, that's that's my opinion on the three managers who are going to get sacked. So moving on, uh, I think we're going to talk about the Euros. Um, do I think England are going to win the Euros? Absolutely not, because we've again we've got another yes man in charge of England, who hasn't got a fucking clue how to set up England. Um, and his team selections. I mean, his squad selection. It's just, it honestly amazes me um, how stupid this guy is. Um, positionally, he doesn't know where to place players. So I'm going to kind of just list off my, I've got two formations I like and like the look of, and I'll kind of tell you how they'll play. So one of them is a, a 4 2 3 one. Um, You know, classic, and I'll go into more detail who, who plays in what position. And then my second formation I, I quite like is a five-back with really attacking wing-backs and then two behind the striker 
and then Kane. So it's just a simple five back, really. So, right, let's list them off. So we'll do 4 2 3 1. Dean Henderson or Nick Pope in goal. You know, very. Them two, really. Pickford shouldn't be anywhere near the side. He's too, he makes too many mistakes. Uh, right back in a four should be Kyle Walker. It, he can attack and defend. Um, I don't want Trent playing in a flat four. In a five, I would have Trent play. Um, but definitely not in a back four. Because when you're looking at who who England are going to play, you look at Portugal, Trial Felix, Ronaldo, Fernandes, Bernardo Silva. France, Griezmann, Kylian Mbappe, uh, Dembele. <laughs> you know, the list goes on and on. Do I want Trent defending those players? No. And I'm, I'll tell you now, if the opposing team's left-sided uh, winger or midfielder sees Walker or Trent, they're going to pick Trent Alexander-Arnold to play against. So that's why I want Walker. So moving on to the centre-backs um, in the back four. Stones, Maguire, I think that's all you can really do. Maybe Mings. I'll do Mings. And Luke Shaw, by a mile, he's the best. I've been saying this for years. When Luke Shaw's fit uh, and on form, he's miles better than every other English left-back in, in the league. And, prob you know, he's just the best English left-back. Plain and simple. Um, and then we're moving on to the two pivots. I don't think Jordan Henderson is going to go due to injury. If he If he does go... Excuse me. Um... If Jordan Henderson does go and he's fit, Jordan Henderson plays in every squad. Uh, next to him, this is where it gets tricky. That depends on the team in this formation. I think Declan Rice, because obviously Gareth Southgate will most likely he'll be defending. He'll be defending. So it'll be Declan Rice and Hendy. Um, if Henderson's not going, it'll be uh, Declan Rice... Calvin Phillips, James Ward-Prowse or Mason Mount. Um, in my opinion. Uh, but the Mason Mount one is a difficult one because I don't... He definitely shouldn't be a number 10 or on the wing. You've got too many... You've got better players in, in that position. Um, and that all depends on who you're playing. So if you're playing, I don't know, like someone you know you're going to beat and you need to score goals, you're going to play Mason Mount. If you're going to play... Uh, like France, you're probably going to play Declan Rice and Calvin Phillips if Henderson's not going. So moving on to like the three behind the striker. In my opinion, Sterling should be dropped and Sancho should be on the bench as an impact sub. Uh, so then it should be Rashford on the left because he's the closest thing uh, to Son for Kane and he brings goals and that lethal bit of pace. The right side of the midfield... Uh, like the, the third attacking mid Phil Foden and then in the middle the number 10 Jack Grealish by by far and no one can dissuade me Jack Grealish is the most talented player English. he's not the best player but he's the most talented English player we have in the squad let him have full uh, roam of the pitch and he, he he's going to cause serious issue he can pick the ball up anywhere just make stuff happen Jack Grealish is a, an amazing talent. Um, any club would be lucky to have him. And I, I, I hope he leaves Aston Villa. 
um, to go to a big club, in my opinion. He needs to. He needs to win trophies, and he's not going to do that, Aston Villa. And obviously Kane up front. So my so moving on to how we would play. So in my in in my mind, if you're going to play that, so let's say Declan Rice and Mason Mount, because like I said, I don't think Jordan Henderson's going. So the two wing backs are going to push really far forward to like proper wingers. Declan Rice will drop in to like a back three, but be ahead of the two. So it does turn into a back three. And then Kane up front on his own, or Rashford can uh, play next to him. But if he just goes Kane up front and then three, so you've got two wing backs, always causing overlaps. Then you've got Rashford, Foden and Grealish. You can all interchange positions and pick the ball up. Then you have M- Mason Mount behind them, being you know causing the issues. And then you've got you can't you're not really going to cause many problems. You know going backwards because you've got because you've got three defenders and then you've got Mason Mount who's going to kind of hover. And you've got Grealish who picks up the ball loads for Aston Villa. He's, it's one of his underrated qualities. He gets the ball back all the time. Um, but yeah, that's how I would that's how I would love England to set up. Um, but prefer I would probably prefer the five back, and I and I would do it different, way differently. Um, so Trent would be the right wing back. Walker doesn't get in my team. It'd be Wan Bissaka playing as a the centre back because I think that's in a back three. Wan Bissaka would is going to be amazing, um, and he would be able to cover Trent more than anyone because he's the best defensive right back um, in the world, in my opinion. So you've got Trent, and then you've got Wan-Bissaka to just cover for him. He can cover. Then Stones in the middle, and Maguire, and then Shaw again. And then kind of the same kind of pattern. It would be Grealish, Foden, and uh, Kane, and uh, you know whoever else you can kind of fit in in that mould. And then the midfield would swap, you know, depending on who we're playing, like I said, in the other formation. That's how I would play. And I think, if we, if, if I know England aren't going to play like that, but I think England would have a, a stronger chance if we did if we did that because you've got to take Trent. He's better than Reese James. I don't get this whole Reese James thing. He's not as good as Walker. He's not as good as Trent. He's not as good as Wan Bissaka. Um, he's better than Trippier. But there's three players who should be in front of him. Um, Trent, most talented, best attacking. Walker's the best of both worlds between Wan Bissaka and Walk and uh, Trent. Wan Bissaka is the best defensively, and I think if you're going to play a five back, don't play Walker. You play Wan Bissaka just to cover Trent, because Trent can't defend for shit. It's, he's <laughs> defending isn't even in his mind. Um, but yeah, that, that's how I play for England. Uh, in my opinion, England will not win. Um, I think Portugal could be dark horses. I think France, you know, they should be favourites. Their squad is unbelievable, um, but I've, I think Portugal. I, I've, I like Portugal. They've got a very good squad, good midfielders. Ruben Diaz is class, good right back and left back, decent goalie, and obviously everyone knows the attack. It's it's really really good. Um, Germany could be another dark horse. Germany could be always dangerous in tournaments. Just we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, England won't win it in my opinion. Because we got a shit manager who doesn't know how to set up a team, and he'll probably drop Jack Grealish because he's a he's an absolute moron. Grealish is probably the closest thing we've had to Gascoigne since Gascoigne. He can have that effect, 
I'm not saying he's better than Cascon because he's not. But uh, he's definitely got the ability to do stuff like Gascoigne. Just do. He has that little bit of magic in him, um, and you can't get the ball off him because he's built like a brick shit house. His calves, his just legs are hum humongous. Um, you can't get ball off him. Um, what's a very underrated quality? What no one really talks about. His physicality is absolutely brilliant, um, and his football IQ. You know, it's natural talent, natural ability, class. But yeah, that's my opinion on that. Uh, the next one is <laughs> a bit of a tri tricky subject. Uh, greatest import and exports. Um, I have two exports. For, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo and Gareth Bale from the Premier League. You've you've got to. They've they're class in my opinion. Uh, you could go David Beckham. He's played for all the you know the big boys, but Gareth Bale. You know, before uh, Gareth Bale turned up at Real Madrid, Ronaldo didn't win anything. Now, you know, he went and won four Champions Leagues. Gareth Bale, I think, scored in three of them. Obviously, everyone remembers the amazing overhead kick. Um, yeah, and Gareth Bale, very influential. Yeah, Ronaldo, Gareth Bale. Um, I'm probably missing someone, but that's who I'm going to go with. And this... <laughs> Everyone looks at me like I'm crazy when I say this. Um, the greatest import foreign player playing in Premier League... Everyone, everyone will say Terry Henry. Don't get me wrong, he is my, he's, the, he's probably the, the best player out of these two players. He definitely is. But for me, the greatest import, Eric Cantona, by a mile. Um, he's got the best storyline the Premier League's ever seen. Um, you know, he, he kicks someone studs up <laughs> in the Chester fan. Got banned for, I think it was a year and a half, and he came back and then they won the league. He's brilliant. He had he brought the swagger to the Premier League. He brought, you know, he made the Premier League look amazing, like a Hollywood show. The collar up, the fucking weird interviews. Like I said before, I would. I mean, it's never going to happen. But Eric Cantona would be a dream guest for me. His interviews are just fucking so weird and hilarious. He, he, uh, like he won an award and he was like, cats eat frogs and frogs will then destroy like a wolf. And It's, it's just st stupid shit that make no sense. But he just... He was obviously a class footballer as well. Like He was brilliant. Without Eric Cantona, would Thierry Henry play in Premier League? Would foreign players want to come and play in the Premier League? I don't think so. I think Eric Cantona, Eric Cantona, sorry, had such a big effect on players like Thierry Henry, Dennis Burkamp, just two, two for example. Why, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't players want to come to Premier League after uh, Eric Cantona? Eric Cantona was one of the most influential players the Premier League's ever seen. And that's why I will always and always, always will pick Eric Cantona as my greatest import um, to the Premier League. And I think he deserves that, to be honest. He was an absolute class player ahead of his time. I think if he played now, obviously the rules would completely fuck him up because VAR... 
Um, that's that is going to be even. I'm going to add an extra segment in just to have a big vent about a uh, VAR. Um, but yeah, Eric Cantona, greatest import. Um, not he won't be. He's not the greatest player. That's Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry is the greatest import to play in Premier League. Um, but yeah, by a mile, Eric Cantona had the biggest effect. And I think without, like I said before, Eric, if Eric Cantona didn't play for Manchester United in the Premier League and have that amazing impact he had on the league, I don't think uh, Thierry Henry would have played in Premier League. And Dennis Perkamp, Ruda, you know, all of these, I'm not going to list off <laughs> all these amazing players, but you, you catch my drift. All of these ama- amazing players will not... Um, well, they, pro- they might have, but in my opinion, it wouldn't have happened so soon. Eric Cantona changed it. He brought swagger to the league. He he was just he was he was different gravy, <laughs> as uh, the great Eddie Hearn would say. Um, but yeah, that was, so that, that's it on uh, for three segments. I am going to add an extra segment in just to have a massive uh, talk about VAR and football and the rules now. Um, yeah, VAR, VAR. It's it's a bit of a joke. Um, football, shit, foot, the game's lost in my opinion at this point. Don't get me wrong, the the level of play is brilliant. Um, but yesterday, I the Spurs game, for example, how that goal was disallowed. Son dived. He barely touched his nose. Son should be ashamed of himself. Um. And Ollie was perfectly within his rights to say what he said. Um, uh, just so, just so everyone knows what he said, he basically said, um, "If Son was my son and he did that, I wouldn't feed him." Um, joke, jokingly, uh, and Mourinho, being Mourinho, had a massive clangor, as per normal. When things go wrong for Mourinho, it's the players' fault and the refs' fault. When things go well. Yay, Mourinho. He, he gets the pom-poms ready. But yeah, it was honestly a joke. VAR. I hate VAR. Yeah, it's, VAR is ruining the game. Um, like, it's not a fact. It's, it's, the game's too soft. Well, don't get me wrong. There, there, there's been bad incidents, but it's, get, it's getting a bit ridiculous now. Like, you sneeze and you get a yellow card. It's it's going too far. The, the game's the game is truly lost, and people like don't, VAR was supposed to help. VAR has all the right intentions to make football the best sport it can be, but unfortunately, it will never be the best sport it can be because of VAR now, because it's too soft. McTominay, Son grabbed him first, so McTominay puts his arm out, doesn't mean to like hit Son he doesn't even really t- he clips Son's nose and he gets a foul it's an absolute joke um, and there's plenty of occasions like in the champ- like for example I'm really salty about the Champions League um, obviously it would be I lost it to Liverpool uh, for three years ago um, but that wasn't a penalty I'm sorry it, it just isn't a penalty there's so many occasions now when it comes to VAR and this, and this stu- stupid monstrosity, <laughs> as as my uh, mum would say, absolute monstrosity. <laughs> VAR has become. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be allowed to do this. 
And the people who are telling, putting doubt in the ref's mind, sorry, um, about their decisions, it's a joke. That was never a foul. I'm a Tottenham fan, and I want it. That goal should stand. It's a perfectly good goal. Yeah, VAR should go. VAR needs to go get away from football at this point. I know it won't, but yeah, VAR, VAR is just fucking it up, man. It makes simple decisions hard. You can never celebrate a goal because you. I always think it will be disallowed at this point. Um, and you don't know, but VAR definitely has. VAR helps certain teams more than it does others. And that that's, that's cheating, in my opinion. Like, you could say... The, I'm using the McTominay-Son um, uh, uh, part VAR uh, incident a lot, because it's the most recent one, and it just... It isn't... It shouldn't have been uh, anything. It was, it, it, it was just a massive joke. So, and like I said, I'm a Tottenham fan. Son should be extremely ashamed of himself. Um, from a like I've said this to everyone, and they're like all shocked. I'm not the biggest fan of Son. Honestly, I could take him or leave him. He's he is class. Don't get me wrong. He's not world class in my opinion. He's just very very good. He's class. Um, and everyone gives me hate on that. And I'm a Tottenham fan. I I I'm not a big fan of Son. He's a, he, not as a person. As a person, he, I think he's pr- he's great. He seems really nice. He seems he does every he does everything right. But in my opinion, as a footballer, he he has all the things that you would want him to have. He's just too hot and cold. One like for three weeks, he's on fire. And then he's cold for a month, and. He's just he's inconsistent at times, um, so yeah. Uh, Son should, really should be ashamed of himself for that He just dived and sat around for like on the floor for ten minutes. Another joke. That's why that's why I was really upset about um, the game. Like the Man United Spurs game was a joke. But yeah, that's that's my rant on VAR. It shouldn't. It's ruining football. Um, but that's the end of this episode. It's quite a short episode uh, this week. Because, um, you know, I want to kind of make this a bit of a series. I want to, so like the next football episode, I want to do like a solo episode just about uh, the Hall of Fame. Who I would induct into the Hall of Fame. Who sh- who will miss out. Because obviously they're going to do like a first induction. And I believe they said two players. Um... So yeah, we'll, we'll, that's that's going to be the next episode. I believe it was two players, so we'll, I'll pick my two players, and then the players who will miss, but who really should be in it. And I want to make that a bit of a series, um, like analysing players who should be in the Hall of Fame, and who will probably enter the Hall of Fame, um, and tr- like transfers, what I would want to happen. That's That's going to be like a sub-episode. Because um, I'm going to, like I said, I want to, in last week's, I said I'm not sure if I'm going to do two episodes a week. I do, I'm because I'm getting, you know, such amount of questions, I'm going to have to do two questions a week. Not two <laughs> two questions, two fucking videos. Uh, what am I talking about? Uh, two videos, no, it's not even videos, is it? Two podcasts a week. Fuck me, what's going on? Oh, Jesus. But yeah, two podcasts a week. Um, 
and I want to, you know, transfers. So when we do a football week, there will be an additional football podcast episode about um, you know, transfers or anything that's on my mind in football. And that will go for pretty much all the topics we'll be discussing. I want to go on, a, you know, if there's anything I need to go on a bit more detail or like a, a segment I didn't do because I felt like it needed a whole other podcast episode, that's what I will be doing from now on. So there will be two podcasts a week. Um, but yeah, that's it for this episode. So uh, thank you for listening, guys. I'm, I'm loving the support. I, it really, really does mean the world to me. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll catch you in a bit. And thank you for listening. See you soon. Bye.